Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for downloading this edition of Vleeties. Whether you're live in the chat right now here on Trovo.live slash Trovo, or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, uh, those are great places to listen. However, if you want to listen to me and Geezy, hashtags and headlines, my new, our new little project, it's pretty much what you were hearing on Tuesdays, except I, I hold back a lot less. Uh, so it's definitely available on subscribestar.com slash Vleeties. $2, $2 tier, you get every episode from the month. And the $5 tier, there will be more bonus material. And I don't know if that's Caps in the Past or me and Geezy doing a wee hit and run or me and uh, Tyler doing a, a wee hit and run. Who knows what's coming up? Just stay stay tuned and go there. Subscribestar.com slash Vleeties. $2. $2 tier to hear me and Geezy shit on people for two hours. It's great. It's great. It's good. such good shit. But we are here Thursday night if you're listening live. Friday if you're listening on time. Whatever day you're on if you're listening in like 10 months. If you're going on a Vleeties binge, welcome to 115. This is the good one. Uh, this is definitely one that I'm hyped for. Skype is open. So I know we're going to get Sonic Juno on. It'll be in it, I guess. Maddie Spice might even join. Who knows what's going Tyler might join. Ricardo is probably going to jump in and go, poopy, poopy and peepee. So I'm glad that everyone's here tonight. This is um, my little platform, my desk, to come here and talk about professional wrestling. Someone had even asked me at work, like, what are you passionate about? And, like, you know, their pa every, everyone's passion is something they've been, like, like involved with their whole life, even if, even if they're just a fan of it. And wrestling always falls into that category for me. Even though B2 Con thinks that I only hate AEW, I actually enjoy AEW. I like talking about it at work with people. I shit on it a good amount. I, you know, it has its things. But so does WWE, which I shit on as well. Yesterday, at WWE on Twitter, sent Hulk Hogan a happy birthday. Like, gave him, like, a whole tribute piece. Like, happy birthday, Hulkster! And they were, like, really pumped up. I was a little bit more like, what the fuck? Like, why are you giving... Like, WWE isn't in the position at the moment to be giving happy birthdays, you know? Like, they're they letting go of all these people, and they're saying it's because of budget cuts, even though they just got a new television deal with Australia. They have the Saudi Arabia deal, as Kevin and I constantly talk about. And they have Peacock. Like, there's no shortage of funds for WWE. They saved a lot of money not year, or last year by uh, not going on tour and wasting all of their, all of their funds. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Maddie Spice, I had a cough break. Did you hear it? No. You missed it. It was a good cough, though. I'm really, I enjoyed the cough. Maddie, how come nobody remembers Marcel Dion? How come he's, like, in the top ten in scoring and no one really gives him any credit? I don't know. Isn't that weird? Like, why isn't he talked about as, like, a Yarmir Yager? Is it because he was, like, right before Gretzky? It was... He was this dominant player, but it didn't matter until the other dominant players showed up. He was also a boring player. That has something to do with that. Yeah, French Canadians aren't the most exciting hockey players. We like Russians. Uh, we like Americans. It's kind of we like uh, people from Toronto, but Windsor, Ontario. We like those people, but fucking nothing really gets me excited about the French. Who's your favorite French Canadian hockey player of all time? Guy Lafleur. I don't know. I don't care about French Canadians. Oh, you're missing out. They're my favorite. They're my favorite of the Canadians, the French ones. 
What? So you're not watching wrestling anymore, or are you off your boycott? Did you watch AEW last night? Because I'm I'm concerned about this all out pay per view. I maybe watch AEW. Definitely not Raw. I catch SmackDown maybe once a month. Pretty healthy wrestling fan, it sounds like. You sounds like you're a, you're more than a casual, or maybe you're the exact definition of the casual. But for those who are unaware, last night on uh, Dynamite, Kenny Omega and Christian Cage. It was announced that they're going to have a Impact Wrestling title match tomorrow on Rampage, live on TNT, I think, immediately following SmackDown. My concern is that this has kind of destroyed All Out. We're All Out supposed to be Hangman Page and Christian Cage, or and, uh, Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. And they're, then they announced last night, hey, it's going to be Christian versus Kenny. But now Christian and Kenny are wrestling on Friday as well. So there's just too much... Christian Cage, Kenny Omega, is this? Are are they announcing that it's set for all out because they're going to just do the the obvious swerve? Matt, is that what you think? Like, what? Wh- why would they have this match announced twice? They have to have a swerve, or else it's just going to ruin the all out main event. Yeah, all out main event should feel spontaneous, or I mean, it should feel like maybe not even spontaneous, just feel logical. But we've been we haven't had a pay per view since fucking May, and we've been building up. Hangman Page as our next future babyface champion, and we're just like we're gonna just completely get off of that. Like this is like Hangman was supposed to get the shot at double or nothing, and they made him lose to Brian Cage for no reason. Like it was literally, oh we need we need Hangman to not be ranked number one. Oh he lost. Okay good. Now he's number three. Let's have a triple threat match with Orange Cassidy, who I've never seen win a match on Dynamite. But he's going to be number one contender with Pac. Like it was, it was ridiculous. So, our, our, wh- here's you my. You remember when we super kicked you right in the Thank face? Thank you so much, King James. We got a new follower. So I'm just curious. Like, here's my prediction. I'm anticipating that Hangman or not Hangman, that Christian Cage. Why are their names so fucking similar? Christian Cage is going to lose to Kenny, and by taking the pinfall. His ranking is going to take him down to, like, top four. And then the number two contender is now the number one contender. That sounds like good wrestling, right, Matty Spice? Well, they said Christian Cage is already fighting him, so at all out. I know, but he loses. There could be an argument. But they don't care. Ah, they don't care. It's it's AEW. That's why when people are like, Vleety shits on AEW. It's because we know it's supposed to be Hangman. Like, WWE gets mad when Cesaro... There's going to be some random swerve, and Hangman's going to fight him for the title win. They're going to pull some shit out of their ass. That, don't, that didn't need to happen. Yeah, it, no, it's... It is going to... It should be... Like, the way I'm describing it is what I think should happen, is that Hangman should be there. Like, Christian loses, and then, you know, Don Callis or whatever goes, You already lost, Christian Cage! You think you're still worthy of the god of all wrestling, Kenny Omega? Like, he's going to do all that. And then fucking, what's our best friend Adam Page is going to come out and go like this. If you're looking for a fella to fight him, I'll fight him. And then the crowd's going to go ape shit. And, dude, how fucking sweet is that going to be? They're going to shoehorn someone into a triple threat with him. Yes. It's just going to happen. No, it, it might be threats. CM Punk or Daniel Bryan. They're going to shoot her and someone into this match. <laughs> that sounds absolutely terrible. Nobody wants to see this twice. That sounds absolutely terrible. They need to make sure, like, it, 
they need to not do triple threat matches for this. They just need to get Hangman in there. This is our new this is our new Daniel Bryan. We just want to watch Daniel Bryan versus Randy Orton and we want Daniel to win the belt. But we got to watch Daniel Bryan uh, or we got to watch Randy Orton versus the fucking Big Show. We have to watch that? No, we no one wants to watch that. So, yeah, we got we we know what we want and we want to see Hangman one on one with the with the god of all wrestling. Kenny Omega. Boom! I did that to my. I did that to myself. I was just in that button hard. So I don't know. I think that's the only way to save this. Because why would they have? I love Christian Cage to death. But even when they announced it, I was like, oh, that that made me mad. This was like, this was like Rey Mysterio is the thirtieth entrant in the Rumble. One we're all chanting for Daniel Bryan. It's not going to work out in his favor. So no, fuck him. Make sure we get Christian Cage out of that main event. He might even he might even lose this. Maybe he gets attacked. He gets attacked by somebody at All Out. And then he goes, you know what? Uh, you, you know who's the guy? You know what, Tony? I, I'll get my title shot later. I got beef to settle with. No way, Jose. Somebody can debut. Maybe EC3 can debut. The The possibilities are endless, Matt. I, who... Is there a wrestler who hasn't? Go- is it Buddy Murphy? Is that what we're ready for? Is Buddy Murphy going to cross? Who's who's going to debut that shocks the world when Christian loses? I don't know. Mark Henry's going to make him lose. Oh, that'd be fucking great! Mark Henry versus Christian in a cage match at All Out. I think I think we just sold the pay per view. Maddie Spice, the Garganos are having a baby. How cute are they? They're having a baby. No more Candice LeRae on NXT. So NXT is dying a death. That it doesn't deserve, and now Candace is gonna take ten months personal time. Don't know who that is. You don't know who Candace LeRae is? Nope. How do you like? Thank God Gino's calling it, cause Gino, you know. Oh, did I dig? I no, he's here. Did did, did you know? Did you know that Candace LeRae was pregnant? Yes. She's having. I a, read the tweet. She's <laughs> having a baby with Johnny Gargano. So now Austin Theory is going to – Austin Theory and Indy, I don't know which one's older. They're going to be an older brother or sister, whoever's the oldest one. This is going to be exciting. But aren't you kind of mad? Like, we need Candice LeRae more than ever, and now she's gone. I'm not mad about it because, again, Candice is great in the ring, and I'm sure she'll be fine again when she does get back in in, like, 10, 11 months. Matt, but they could still did, do things Spice, Maddie Spice, didn't you know – that Candice LeRae helped Joey Ryan rape all those girls. Didn't you know that? Yeah, I knew. Yeah, I knew knew that part. Where's Where's Didn't know she was a wrestler. Where's Ricardo? He knows those details more than anyone. Yeah, somebody's definitely. So, some oh, is Yari Curry? Who was talking about Yari Curry? OGJFC. Good call on Yari Curry, but yeah, maybe, maybe like that. I, first of all, that wasn't true. I love Joey Ryan. I don't believe any of it. Gino, do you know all the details? I've not looked into all the details, like, because a lot of people are just accus- getting accusing him because people were accusing him, so they're, like, trying to get some attention. So, again, I don't know which side to really believe or really look into because people Watch do try YouTube to change video. narrative. <laughs> Watch the yeah, YouTube He's just trying to control his own narrative about presenting oh, himself as the good guy. And this person. Yeah, didn't Joey Ryan, like, like he, he went through every allegation? I like Jack. Yeah. Jack Gallagher just told the story. He was like, look. All right, I was really drunk. Not that that's an excuse, but... And then it's yeah. like, here's what I did. It was, like, really inappropriate. And I was like, good for you, Jack, for at least admitting it. But 
Yeah, it's it's an odd situation, and here we are, all of these, uh, all this time removed. But yeah, I don't know. It's I, I feel like that that should have worn off. Like you know, cancel culture should go away eventually. Joey Ryan it is does there. seem. Yeah, well, I'm, it's been long it enough. Nobody could book him. Yeah, well, with Brian, yeah, because like they do worry about him, but like everyone else, at least that was involved, does seem to be fine, which is what's good. Like Davy has been keeping Candace like they should, because she didn't really do anything wrong. From her side of it, except get, she didn't know. Yeah, except lock the chicks in fucking rooms with Joey Ryan. If that's really what happened, yeah. we don't know. That's what all really she was did. Going. That's all she did was lock him in the room with one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time. And lock him in there. You, we all knew what was going to happen. So yeah, he definitely. I don't know the Jordan, the the Jordan Devlin one either. But people are still calling for his head. I do love how cancel culture does try to go after certain wrestlers, and I think Vince is like. Oh, they want to cancel Riker, huh? Let's give him a push. Not everybody. Well, gets... they first stopped his push for a while, and then they eventually gave him a push. Well, and it's who the he's... fuck is Riker? He's gone again. Jackson Riker Gunner. None of the you... fucking forgotten sons. That, none of those. None of those are going to help Maddie Spice. You have to go with like different ways to tell. He was the Trump. Apo- he was the Trump apologist who called election fraud on like November fourth, and all the wrestling community was like. Fuck you, you oh, piece of shit. Guy. He's the best. He's got tattoos. He's got a good pod. And his push is already... Because of that tweet, it stopped the entire push of it, the Forgotten Sons. His push See, is Gino, this over. is how you have to describe them to me. It's yeah. sad. It's it, a sad thing. It's the Forgotten Sons were so great. It, things would have changed. Murphy would have been better. You know what Blake sucks? Would... You know what sucks about the Forgotten Sons? Was Wesley Blake. Do you know liking them? Well, no. I like the Forgotten Sons because of this promo. Yeah. This promo was so great, Maddie Spice. It was three guys and... Like Steve Culler served in the what are the Marines and he served Marines and Gunner was a uh, was an arch. Arch. Well, yeah. So they're both in the Marines and they 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 give this promo about how you know oh you know I served my country and you guys forgot about me and Steve Culler said the same thing and then Wesley Blake is like yeah and I support these guys you know it's like oh so he didn't fight in the army or anything like that so he was just kind of there. To like because they on. needed a tag team guy who was really good as a tag team. Yeah, they needed a good worker of the group because they were like, well, we got Riker and the dude, Steve Macklin. By the way, is so boring in the ring, Gino. I know you like Impact Wrestling, and that's why I'm glad you called because Impact had a show tonight that I need details about. And yes. so, what's going on here? Like, what what's going on? All right, what are you wanting to specifically? Like Macklin right now, he's still in this feud with Petey Williams because Barely. he's angry with Petey. Barely in a but, feud. Like, well, you have to have a character or emotions to be in a feud. When you're Steve Macklin and you have generic look on your face and you're wearing, you got your black trunks and your black boots, there's no way to market that. I don't know why he did a Jim Ross impression for Eric Bischoff. But, like, it's... There's just nothing like even when he walks to the ring, I don't get his character. If, if we were at like an indie show, I would kind of go, "Oh, did he just start wrestling like a couple weeks ago?" Like that's what it looks like to me when he's trying to come out with his facials. I can see that again with me at least being aware of who Stephen Macklin is. I understand like he's a military man. He's a guy who actually has experience and has lost his brothers, his friends, his family to war and so like he's just going out there and being the punishment being war himself incarnate to try to just beat up and kill he just because looks, his family his brothers he, uh, he just, well no what you're saying Gino sounds great what's happening is not 
You have a guy. Yeah, it sounded boring. No, I know it doesn't. A person who's in the military who lost his family, his brothers in arms, dying, and that he wants to be. Haven't you even seen? Haven't you even seen The Rock, Matty Spice, one of the greatest movies of all time? Such a good with movie. Sean Connery and Ed Harris. Have you seen? And Nicolas Cage. Have you seen this? No. Oh, cool, dude. Wow. Can we stream movies? Because let's just watch the fucking Rock. It's the best movie. You can go on our Discord. Go ahead. Let's no. go on Discord. No, I want it on. I want it on Trovo. I, I want to do the live, The Rock commentary on Trovo. Because it's such a good fucking movie. Maddie Spice, did you watch Big Brother tonight on CBS? I did. Did you see who got evicted tonight? Here we are, fifth eviction. Who who goes home tonight? Spoiler alert if you haven't watched Big Brother yet. But Maddie, who goes home? Christian, he got backdoored. Now, do I have to be this person? What we're in a world where we're trying to make Big Brother as progressive and as E- as as equal as ever five white people in a row have been evicted this is not a fake stat people and look i like i watch this show nobody's going after Derek. nobody's going after ansa we're kind of letting these floaters hang around a little long because they're of color right maddie like what am i is, Derek's gonna win the season he blew up for a game Tiffany might win. Um, well, She's he, not. Derek made himself too big of a target by getting rid of a big player like that. Um, watch, watch uh, all the watch these guys float to the end. Watch Derek float to the, Derek F float to the end. It, it's it's this weird season where everyone's afraid to attack the of color people. I almost wish they would have just they should have just went full like full segregation with it, Maddie Spice. They should have just said. No white people this season. That would have been. I would have understood that going into it, because now it does feel like a weird ra- racial targeting season, where even the white people are getting white people out. The Asian guy got the white person out. Well, Frenchie got rid of a white guy. Like it really was. Hey, we need to strip everyone down to their stereotypes, and that's what we're gonna. Like that's how we're gonna like. Eliminate people. It's all going to be based on that. Aren't you the worst week one HOH of all time, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you promise 14 people they're safe, someone's going to be mad after that. Like, he really did a shitty job. I, week one HOH seems to be the hardest HOH, right? Like, that seems... It's not. It's the easiest. You think that's... Well, you think that's the easy. I think it's better to lose, like, you come in second on the first HOH. Then you schmooze up to the HOH. The HOH gets no. Well, you you win week one. You create an you create a easy eight person alliance with so so you can get out some some random guy who nobody cares about. That's not in your alliance, <laughs> and then you move on next week, and no one cares. It's you, a super easy week for you. Well, now we know going forward, you have to get rid of a cis white man. Like that's the hey, everyone's gonna love you after you get rid of a big hulking white dude. Like that's what you got to do. So, and that was his strategy. That was honestly Frenchie's week one strategy. Was let's get rid of, uh, he 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 said meathead right. Let's get rid of a meathead. Yes. And you notice how he didn't like say Xavier. It was like specifically the white dudes. It was we got to get rid of Brent. We got to get rid of Christian and Travis. And those guys are all gone now. So Frenchy started the he got the ball rolling. But an eight person alliance has never worked. Like people normally we get in these humongous alliances, blow it up before you get down to the eight people. Kind of like. With what we do, well, the Royal Flush was a nine-person alliance, but 
even with that, I, I remember, you know, I think the best way to do it, Casey and Tyler and Angela, level six, just have that, those six people that you can work with. You'll always have the votes. They had floaters kind of in the outside that they would persuade every once in a while. It was such a brilliant, brilliantly played season that any of the three of them I thought could have won. I was like, if if any of the three of them are standing at the finals, everyone has a reason to vote for them. So, but you think eight is still the way because that way at least next week you know you have two like you're saying like there's those numbers are there, no fucking worries. You create an eight person lines for the vote. Do you then you also create a real alliance that you care about? They person just to keep you safe. I try and start a showman's day one. And then by day five, start another showmance with somebody else to kind of create some conflict between the women. And then I start a bromance. Come on, catch the buzz. Feel the sting. Oh, bomb. Maddie Spice, we're supposed to chicken winner whenever we hear that sound of the... I didn't hear it. Catch the buzz. Feel the sting. It's my favorite sound that I hear. So uh, I, this whole season, though, I've just been noticing that it, it does seem like this weird like anti-white people thing and of course as the white viewer there's probably people of color going i remember when jackson mickey nominated all the the people of color in the old man for that hey someone's leaving tonight he nominates all the the non-whites and he adds the old guy in for good measure which was kind of a weird choice but i don't know is is this has it always been a white person wins because they all attack the black people or is it I don't know. I just never really thought of it this way. I don't know. It, it's never really been about a race thing. It's about who aligns themselves properly. And a lot of the people don't do that. Well, and even David, you know, when he when he got eliminated night one, he did say, like, I wanted to be the first black person to win Big Brother. And I guess as a cis white male, I never have those thoughts in my head. Like, when I see Michael Jordan win at basketball, I don't say, wow, if only he was the same skin color as me. I would, you know, I would enjoy that. You know, that's not that, that that's I've, that's never been in my head. And Macho Punk in the chat says aligns themselves properly. There there is a there is a thing where you have to get with the right side of the house, which is why whoever does win week one does need to have that alliance immediately of like six to eight people, where it's like, look, I can't be HOH next week. I am gonna get some blood on my hands this week, so. I need you guys to watch my back next week. So you do need to get in the proper alliance. And it seems like the, the people who have the big alliances from night one, they make it further than, you know, I was a floater for three weeks, but now I'm in my own alliance. Like, you really do need to get in at, the, you know, the ground floor. You can't start playing Big Brother on day 10. Like, you got to start playing day one. And I'm trying to think, like, in my head, I, I like Mama Day. So I'm trying to think who's the best black player ever because I like I don't know all the seasons that well. So I'd have to go back in my brain to really dig. Maddie Spice, top of your head, best best black player ever. I can't think of her name. Bailey? Uh, Is it she Bailey? She was on Big Brother Three. Oh, uh, I can't remember the OGs that well. Um, I can't I can't think of any. Oh, I I remember I didn't like Jacosta. I wasn't a big fan of her. No one did. Yeah, I didn't like Jacosta. Um. I can't remember any of the other black people on this show. Maybe that's the problem. I remember the women who win, but that's almost not it. Like people don't even care about that anymore. Like sexism is, is taking a huge backseat, even though it still exists. Maddie spice wage gap. It doesn't. 
It doesn't. I know. I liked your rebuttal. That's what I wish Ben Shapiro videos were like that, where people are like yelling at him for a minute and he goes, you're wrong. This is how it ends, dude. Gino. Yeah. Curtis Hawkins won a thing tonight. Like, so I didn't watch Impact this week. You watched it tonight. I don't have access. Are you just watching it illegally or how are you watching this show? I currently am paying for it via the uh, YouTube join oh, yeah, shit they that, have going. Dollar ninety nine, you get to watch their show. What are they, Vleeties over here? Like, uh, so yeah, I didn't watch the show yet or tonight, but it seems like I knew there was a battle royal. Was the battle royal for number one contender for the Impact title, or was it number one contender for the uh, AEW title or the X Division title? It was for the Impact title. So Kurt Hawkins or Brian Myers is the number one contender right now. So they're they're saying, hey, you're going to have a chance to run with the ball. Like they're, you're going to be a main eventer here at Impact. And he is the most professional, professional wrestler. There's no disputing that. Do you think you can hang a wrestling company on this guy? Or what, like, I know that you and I like him, but, you know, the commoners out there aren't going to enjoy Brian Myers. What are your thoughts? You know, do you think he can carry the company? It's, it sadly is obvious that because it's being an emergence, which is on the 20th, he's not going to win. But, like, <laughs> I feel that you could build a company around Brian Myers. If you really tried and really gave him time, the people would. He's good on the stick. He's good on the stick. I like his character. Uh, I even like him on uh, when I heard him on my uh, my cousin's podcast, uh, Chris Chris Van Vliet, uh, when he was on there. Why did he call? He changed the name to Insight. It's like, what is this about? Why can't you just be Chris Van Vliet? Like, I don't know why he was that was the name of it. But the remember the sounder, the Chris Van Vliet show, 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 show. Like I should, I should dub that, huh? When Justin Roberts goes, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Van Vliet. I should just have it say Ryan, right? Yeah, you could. I I'm should. sure there's like someone he said Ryan to. You could just dub in. Joey Ryan. That he's, he's... He also has cameo. Oh, he has a cameo. Yeah, but I don't want to pay for it. It'd be more fun <laughs> to steal it from him and then send it to him. Here's what I made, Justin. Thank you. Because <laughs> I don't even need somebody famous saying Ryan. I could just say, I, you know, I could be me doing it. You know, I could be, this is Sasha Banks, and you're listening to Ryan Van Vliet. That'd be fine. So, okay. Brian Myers wins this battle royal. So he's next in line for the Impact title. Does this mean Kenny Omega's losing tomorrow night? Cause, or is it even heel versus heel? Because you could easily flip Brian Myers into a baby face to have him take on Kenny Omega. And I've been thinking that they've been trying to do that with, like, how Sam Beal's been, like, trying to help Brian and with us having Missy Hyatt the other week and, like, him kind of being comedic like he is. It's like they easily could, like, make a babyface and Kenny is just the ultimate heel since he's the belt collector and he's going to beat Christian tomorrow and he's going to beat Andrade Saturday. Yeah, that this, this Andrade match is kind of interesting. You think that AEW would give it a little something. Like, they really didn't give a fuck. Hey, we're but not... Impact does. Impact has actually been promoting Triple Mania and Emergence and Resurgence, and AEW's just been like, oh, Kenny's going to be here next week. I do hear that... He's not doing anything this I, week. I hear the main issue is not AEW. I hear that it's TNT. I heard TNT doesn't want AEW to promote other wrestling companies on their brand. Like, and they have guys from Impact on there, 
but you know they never mention what time Impact is on. I I don't even think they're allowed to say Thursday. I think Scott Demore is the only one who said what day Impact is on. Other than that, the, like last night they were not talking about Impact. Like they don't mention that it's on Access. They don't mention that it's on uh, Thursday. Scott Demore, that fat guy who was on comments. He's great. He's a hockey fan. I think he likes the. Is, is, he, is he a Maple Leafs guy? Well, I would assume he is since he's Canadian. Well, uh, fuck well, the Maple Leafs. We don't know what part of Canada. Someone pointed this out to me, Maddie Spice. Why are they the Toronto Maple Leafs? Like, do you wonder why they're called the Maple Leafs? Like the name? No, no, no. Or are you I'm wondering. About the S at the end? I, I'm wondering. Yeah, I'm wondering why their their name is uh, improper. Because the plural of leaf is leaves. How come they're not the Toronto Maple Leaves? That doesn't sound as good. Because, yeah, I, I really don't understand. And I know that they're named after, uh, during the during the war, uh, soldiers who wore the Maple Leaf on their uniform to represent Canada. They That's why they became the Toronto Maple Leafs. But it does... Yeah. But it is strange. Well, yeah, but it is strange that it's Maple Leafs and not Maple Leaves. Yeah, I, I I heard that and I was like, that is really fucking weird. Like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't they do that? Like, there's, it really is so. Con Smythe was illiterate. That's true. Well, Con Smythe even spelled his name wrong. He spells Smythe with a Y. Just put the I in there and be Smith. That's why his name's Con Smythe. It's supposed to be Con Smith, but he doesn't understand how Ys and Is work. But I don't know. I I I'm curious about, um, I'm curious about that name and like why it's like that. I did watch a video about um, like the worst logos in NHL history, and the Leafs was pretty high ranked as one of the better ones. But they were making fun of it that it's the Leafs and not the Leaves. Who's got the best? They've had some pretty bad logos. Who's got the best logo in hockey, Matty Spice? Like the best logo currently, or of, or of all time? All time, dude. I don't care. Let's go retro. Let's go reverse retro. I fucking love the Robo Penguin. The Robo Penguin. Let's bring him up. Yeah, Robo Penguin's pretty sick. Like, and you're you're a Pittsburgh fan, so you get to enjoy the Robo Penguin more than me, but or more than anyone else, really. But it still was a fucking cool ass penguin. Like, you can't deny that Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh is one of those things. Like, their team name is the Penguins, not a threatening bird, much like the Anaheim Ducks. But they make a, they, like they do such a good job at making making the penguin so cool when it is like a like a cute bird, you know what I mean? Like it really isn't it really isn't like this ferocious animal that you can hang a team around like the sabers or whatever. I'm not I'm not pulling up the penguin, but it is a sa- Gino. What's your favorite hockey logo? I gotta go with the Detroit Red Wings. That's the so D with funny. The wing. The classic. video that I was watching, they had that ranked as, like, their best one, too. Like, everybody loved that one. And then they made fun of the Flyers because they pretty much just copied the Red Wings logo. They just turned it, and they were like, hey, we'll make this part a P for Philadelphia and then put, like, a weird-looking wing on it. So we're the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. This is, yeah, this is how this is how we're going to look. It's going to be great. The Flyers haven't won a title since 75, right? It's been a long-ass time. That franchise gets a lot of respect because they've been around a long time. But isn't that they only, only have two Stanley Cups? They suck. Seventy four, seventy five. Yeah, they won them early, and then they haven't won them since. I'm ready for the Ducks to win a Stanley Cup. I don't know if it's going to happen again in my lifetime. I'm getting worried about that because, like Toronto Maple Leafs fans, they haven't won a Stanley Cup since 1967. There's a good chance, 
Like, they're not going to see their – like, there were Chicago Cubs fans that never saw their team win a World Series. There was Cleveland Browns fans that have died never seeing their, the Browns win the Super Bowl. So, I don't know, dude. Like, I'm getting nervous as a Ducks fan. Like, maybe that was it. it. Will. I don't know. You're so confident. The thing, the, the thing is they're not, they're not prolific chokers. Like, the Maple Leafs are not winning with their current core because they have no depth. The Ducks right now are rebuilding now, so they're gonna lose a lot right now. But they're gonna, but that's gonna make them a cup contender. I sure hope because they had the classic collapse, in my opinion, where they made the playoffs a bunch of years in a row, and then it just turned into injury fest, and it was also just old dude. Like we're paying guys kind of these really long contracts for no reason, and they're not winning. So why are we still? But we're locked into these contracts that we can't seem to get out of. And then we do lose guys that everybody likes, Corey Perry, uh, Andrew Cogliano. Like, we all love these guys, but, I mean, even I was like, Corey Perry is not the same Corey Perry that he was on the Ducks. But it is just – it's frightening because I've watched a lot of those years where they were, you know, still advancing in the Western Conference Final or in the the playoffs. And I was like, oh, my gosh, the Ducks might might do this. And then they would get eliminated in, like, a game seven, and it would break my heart. And I just, I was like, I can't do hockey ever anymore. So I did take a few years off from being a diehard fan. Plus, the Ducks started sucking, so it all kind of played and coincided. But I'm, I'm nervous, Maddie. Like, do, do you have any? You're confident that next year the Penguins could even win the Cup. So no, you, you don't the, have this. Well, fear. this, this year is their last year because Malkin and Latang's contracts run up, and we're not going to pay them a shit ton just to be old. Right. Well, it's, but yeah, both of those. It's time. Chris Latang. I mean, how old's Chris Latang now? He sounds. I feel like he's an older name too. I guess Malkin. He's thirty-four. Malkin's been around forever too. He's been around just as long as what? what Malkin's Ove- thirty-seven. Yes, yeah, and he's not as good as Ovechkin, so it's like, you know, he's not going to get an Ovechkin contract, but he's he's not going to he's going to get a big contract, but not like a hey, please stay in Pittsburgh, because they're paying Crosby a lot of fucking money. I bet. But Crosby still is producing points. Yeah, Crosby. Malkin isn't. Malkin's fucking injured every year. He's either injured in the penalty box. Yeah. Well, and and you can't pay him. You can't pay. You got to look at it, like, from a business perspective. Like, I mean, dollar per point. You got to be putting points on the board. I mean, that's why that's why a lot of Ducks fans were like, they were, everyone was okay if we lost Getzloff because it was just like, eh, he's not Ryan Getzloff anymore, but he's been around so long that we pay him the most money. So it really is. Like, I don't know. Everyone kind of does favors every once in a while, but – as a fan who follows the team not super close, like I can't name their starting lineup like I used to. Like I can't name all, you know, all four of their lines and all three of their defense lines. I can't do that. But uh, like I just, I, I kind of want them to, I don't know, lose some of these fucking old fucks and just win some games. Like I don't know. I don't want to watch my favorites. I don't want to watch my favorite players win twenty games. You know, I want to see them make the playoffs. Like how? Would, what would you prefer, Matty Spite? Like, do you still want? Like, in 10 years when Crosby's putting up 10 goals a year, are you still going to be like, I just love watching Crosby play, though. He means so much to the team. Or are you more... No, I'm going to say that old fuck needs to retire. Yeah, get him off my fucking ice. Like, yeah, I I want to see this, this team succeed, and that means win. That doesn't mean be sentimental and pay homage to this guy who's been on our team for 20 years. Like, hockey's really easily, like... I mean, even Corey Perry on... The uh, the Habs is like fourth liner. Like yeah, throw him out there on the fourth. He's line. on the Lightning now. <coughs> he oh he went he betrayed him huh? He's going to the. Does he really think the Lightning can win three in a row? They're not. They lost too many people. Mm-hmm. They lost their only Texan. 
there's no way they're winning a third in a row. So it is kind of funny to see Corey Perry. Didn't who else went to the Lightning? Didn't somebody else go thinking they were going to get a ring finally? Tim Elliott. The yeah. Flyers goalie. Yeah, they got Tim Elliott. Like everybody's just like, I'm gonna go get a ring. I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go raise the cup, and and you know in Tampa, there's no way. They want to go to Tampa though for a very specific reason. Oh, they get paid over the cap. No, it's uh, you, there's no there's no income tax in Tampa. So like a seven million dollar contract in Tampa is equivalent to like uh, 8.5 in most other places. But it's also the same in in Miami. He could have went to the Panthers. Who the fuck wants to play for the Panthers? Nobody. That's a very good point. Nobody wants they to play. They have no there. fans. They no have... one has ever cheered for the Panthers. I, I really don't understand how Miami lands a hockey team. It must be all the business people out there just desperate to bring something else to make Miami. like You know, because there's a lot of pride in being one of these cities with four teams. And I think I didn't even know the Panthers were in Miami until you just told me. <laughs> I knew who, where the fuck they were. Yeah, they're in Miami. Are they're in like Coral Gables? You know how it is. Like, they're in the area. the 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 next uh, most populated city is Miami, but uh, yeah, the the Panthers are in Miami. So, like, I would go there almost, but it's probably worse in Miami. Yeah, you're right. Tampa's probably the best one, the best place to go. How come uh, Orlando and Jacksonville aren't getting in on the hockey train? Do they have minor league teams or what? Uh, Jacksonville has a minor league team. Orlando has one with the OHL, I believe. Speaking of the minor leagues, Gino, rest in peace, NXT, right? Are we done with NXT? Is NXT finally, like, they fired a bunch of dudes, including the former North American champion. They fired Bobby Fish, who I kind of, when they were when they did a couple, a couple rounds ago, I was shocked that Bobby Fish survived because it's so obvious there's nothing for him. Like, like he honestly could have been called up and started a tag team with somebody. Like that's Bobby Fish and Drew Gulak could become a tag team. Like that was kind of what I had envisioned for Bobby Fish. Now that he doesn't have Kyle O'Reilly anymore, but he's gone. Uh, like so many people got let go. Like Gino, this is it, right? Like in a couple weeks, NXT is getting canceled. I'm still holding out hope with some of the people they're gonna keep, but sadly, I realized something with getting with them getting rid of Bobby Fish because of him being older than he looks and how great he still works at his age. Sure, I, I sadly know they're gonna probably get rid of Thatcher too. Thatcher's gone. Adam Cole get called up too. Oh, is Adam Cole? They're yeah. making deals with that about millions of dollars for Cole, but like only being on main roster, so they're not even NXT, which. Yeah, and, and that, but that officially cements that they're not treating NXT like an equal brand. The benefit of it being on USA was that it would get better exposure and we would get to build another brand up. We're, we're getting more money from USA. They always want and they always beg for more content, according to what Bruce Pritchard tells me, and I believe everything he says. So, he, you know, this is a huge opportunity. And NXT has some really fucking good matches and good storylines and good angles. And it does seem like the last couple months it has fallen off a little bit because there's been too much Vince McMahon or main roster like fucking with the credibility of NXT, dipping their toes into the NXT waters. Because, like, re- remember, like, and, and this happened a little bit with WrestleMania, Stand and Deliver was such a perfect culmination of it. Like, it could have been the final episode of NXT ever. Like, this, this Stand and Deliver. And then afterwards we lose... Um, who did we? Re- we didn't really lose anybody, did we? Karrion Cross is coming back to win the title. You know, we, we Adam Cole. Like it just Finn Balor kind of wasn't involved. He wasn't his full time anymore. 
Like, it just, we have this weird transition where we lose Balor, and now we're firing a bunch of people. Uh, Velveteen Dream is officially fired. Everyone is kind of waiting for him to come back. So, NXT kind of was, and it, of course it lost the Wednesday Night War, but, you know, it was still it was still getting viewers. Like, I, I don't think that people watch wrestling the same way they used to. The Wednesday Night Wars aren't what the Monday Night Wars were. But I don't know. This is it, right? You know, like I have a feeling in a because di- didn't they just extend their didn't they just extend their their lease with um with USA or whatever it's called? Like Corey ever call back in. Why'd you hang up? Yeah, but either or, um, I think that this is it for NXT. I'm still gonna hold on hope because again, I want to make sure yesterday to show you Duke Hudson because I do think even though this could be a new NXT, that guy actually does have potential to be like the big star for this new generation of NXT, which I am hopeful. Is he New Zealand Because he's good in the ring. He's good on the mic. So like if we keep like at least good characters like that and have like good stories that NXT does make and Triple H is still in charge, I'm hopeful so and optimistic still. Last week you were... You no way, Jose. <laughs> yeah, we need another no well, way. No way is on impact. He actually had a... He did really well that battle where I got eliminated early. Oh, but he came out dancing and partying, I bet. Yes. I bet Adam Rose was Fans were all one. It was great. Well, let me ask you. Cause, so, Gino, no you way. say you always like you always understand what they're trying to do. Like, you were defending Mason T-Bar last week. Can you yes. defend... Can, can you defend the, these releases? Like, can you defend, like, oh, I like this new direction. No midgets, no one in their 30s. This is a new era of NXT. I ex- I know exactly what they're talking about. I'm not. I would never say that I like what they're doing, but I'm aware because what I realized when I thought this over, they see like these smaller guys, these sometimes older guys, and they want to f- figure out how can we build a future around these guys who look smaller and are older, so they're not going to last that long when we do eventually call them up. So having guys who are like in their 20s and who are younger makes sense so we can try to build up these guys when they do get older and still look as big as they are when they do get called up. Because I think the idea with calling up Cross like, okay, so this is your biggest guy you have that he's the champion. Let's see how he actually looks and how he does for the crowd in these matches. And it doesn't do too well with how his character is supposed to be. Because I think the whole idea is like this was testing to see how NXT is right now for Vince. So we could see what needs to change, what we can do to fix in his eyes what's wrong. I guess. Corey Everett I has... I can defend it. So, okay. NXT is the development brand. You can you can have these old guys that are that are small. <sighs> You're, they're supposed to develop the WWE. Vince McMahon likes tall guys and he doesn't want old people. And, and I get it, but... Corey Everett, you're here. Do you watch NXT? Great answer. I'm leaving it in. This is a great response. I'm He's leaving really it good in. good at communication. I, I muted Corey for the moment. Hopefully he gets it sorted. Send me a message, Corey. Once it's sorted, bro. But, yeah, like, I, I can't. I guess maybe it's the same with Raw and SmackDown, where as long as the shows are still good, but it does seem strange to have somebody else come into your house like Vince McMahon and hey, go. Fucking muted. No, no, hey. No, can you not hear me? I hear you now. Oh, you sound really you down. sound great, yeah. Corey. Go ahead, Corey. Take it away. Hell yeah, okay, Corey. Great answer again. Good night, please. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, I hung up on accident, everybody. Let's move the conversation 
into Discord while we're here. Like, we don't need to, ha I don't hang up on people anyway. Skype is useless. General chat, general chat, Discord bros. So yeah, Maddie Spice and uh, Gino, y'all can join in on, on here. Corey, if you can fix your audio, you're more than welcome to join in as well. Uh, because I am curious, like, I look at the way NXT is going, and I, I don't think it's the same as WWE because in the WWE, it's just Vince McMahon is, you know, he can cut whoever he wants. He's the one with power. He's the one in charge. So it, t it makes total sense for, um, it, make, it makes total sense for Vince to do it on his own brand, but to walk into like Triple H's house and to tell, to tell Triple H, like, okay, this guy's fired, this guy's fired, this guy's fired, this guy's fired. Um, it, it just seems odd. Like, I just don't understand how, I don't understand how that's the move, how everyone decides that's where we should. Is this Skype again? Gino, Gino, just, just call in on Discord. We're moving to Discord. Uh, we're Discord. Officially Discord peeps now. I don't trust Skype, and plus I'm not hanging up on folks anyway, so we might as well just be in Discord. But either way, yeah, I just don't see the real, like, I don't see Triple H being okay with, wow, you just fired a bunch of my guys. I think on the first round of, of cuts from NXT, I think Triple H could have signed off on a lot of those. But, you know, I think there's a huge difference between, uh, like, Triple H being okay with, like, Alexander Wolf leaving NXT or uh, who else, like, who else was released from, like, the early... Um, even a Killian Day and I can see Triple H kind of getting behind, but I can't see him being okay with this round, like the Leon Ruff, Tyler Russ, Bobby Fish. Yeah, I think that the, the, this most recent round of cuts really, like it would really shake up my whole creative mind if I'm Triple H, where it's like, okay, I I book I book good in ring wrestling, but apparently what Vince wants is more of me booking this Karrion Cross type of shit. It seems that way. At least he's wanting, and I think he's just wanting the big guys and see how they do. And sadly, Cross is the biggest guy they had at the time. Sure. Well, and yeah, like it, is, they, it, it is. But is he even that big? I know we talked about this last week. Like when I saw for, for NXT, for NXT right now, yes. yeah. I guess like the I guess the the measuring stick is he bigger than Tommaso Ciampa? Because Tommaso Ciampa is like a really good wrestler, and he has a great look to him. But when he's in the ring with the Miz, you're like, wow, the Miz is a giant. So yeah, there is definitely some some bias on, on the the guys that Triple H has pushed. But Triple H has told better stories. I feel like not better stories. Like I don't want to. I think the Jey Uso Roman Reigns shit was amazing last year. But when I look at like Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, like their story, like even bringing in footage from Ring of Honor and showing. Like, these guys were future shocked. These guys have been together since, like, 2008. And now they're having this match. And it just seems like, you know, you even look at Finn Balor and the, some of the matches he had with Samoa Joe and Joe versus Nakamura. Like, they always built these really great storylines. It's I don't think that it's the size of the guy. The size of the guy doesn't seem to fucking matter. It's, it's the story being told. And right now we're, like, Braun Strowman didn't work because the stories they were giving him got real boring after a while. Like... I don't know. I, I even feel like Braun Strowman would do better in NXT at this point. I would agree that he would. I'm also, again, like, so you're talking about good stories. Cross right now is having one of his best stories besides outside of Impact. 
with Samoa with Joe. Joe. Yeah, he's having Samoa one of his Joe worst ones. So good right now. Like even though like I'm still remembering, because when I think of Cross, I still always remember him, Aries, and who's the third guy? I always, I remember him and uh, Kenny. Not Kenny, but you know, fucking uh, Eddie. Yeah, I remember them. I remember them having some some matches, but because yeah, I didn't really watch, like I, the, <laughs> I didn't watch the Killer Cross era. I kind of, I watched a few episodes here and there. Like I was literally like, oh, it's on. Like it's on TV. Let's just watch it for a little bit, or it's on Twitch. That's what it always was. Was let's, let's just check it out while it's on Twitch. And you know, I liked, I, I liked when Moose. When Moose turned heel and started dressing in that silly African stuff, I was like, this is great. Like, I really enjoyed that version of Moose. But then, the, I mean, the current Moose is clearly my favorite. Uh, the fact yes. that he has not held the title yet is really freaking weird. Like, I don't know what it's going to take. Maybe it's him. Maybe he says, like, I don't want to win the t- Scott, I don't want to win the title. Maybe that's why he's not the champion. Maybe it's on him. Because Mo- is Moose winning it at Bound for Glory then? Like, when is this happening? I, I'm still thinking like my again my dream scenario is it's Josh Alexander versus Kenny Omega in the main event. Josh Alexander cashes option C in because they'll bring that up soon, and we're gonna have that happen. But if that doesn't, it's most likely gonna be Jay White and Kenny. Ah oh, shit, that's right. Jay White's AC versus. Yeah, I didn't watch this week's, and I, I think I maybe watched only half of last week's. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't mind Jay White's first promo. I liked that he was a heel when he was talking about David Finley, and then he turned yeah. babyface, like, again in the same promo. Uh, so that was pretty cool, but it's still, I don't know. Like, I look at I look at the current landscape of Impact Wrestling, and I there's a lot of things that I really like. Like, obviously, I think it's probably the best that it's been since I've been back watching it. Um, now that Rich Swan's not the champion, like there's a lot more things that I like. <coughs> Josh Alexander needs to wrestle TJP more, because um, those matches were were really what got me going. Ace Austin, TJP, um, who was the other one? And all oh Chris Bay was always in that mix. Yeah. And then Josh Alexander joined. Like I was saying, like the X Division is the best, but that's because Rich Swan was like the main who was the champ and I didn't like Rich Swan so I was like dude these other guys are holding this show together and now when I'm watching it I think it's so well spread out I just worry that Impact is really showing their self-awareness by kind of allowing New Japan and AEW to almost take a lot of the spotlight away from their guys does that make sense like but they does but they're not taking anything away really because again tonight they mentioned what's going on there's uh, emergence, there's resurgence for New Japan, there's uh, Empower, they mention it, and they like have stories that intertwine with that, like Melina and Diana and all this stuff, but they're not like taking the spotlight away because they're focusing on their talent still like Diana is the main focus of like this whole Melina shit because Mickey James doesn't like her sure, and this whole other stuff, like they still focus on their homegrown talent, their main stars Balls, like including these other talents from other promotions, and, and I see that, <clears throat> I see that a little bit. I think right now, <laughs> I, I think right now, I, I like I I view things through the AEW champ holds their Impact title, uh, the the Good Brothers are holding their um, tag. The, yeah, the, the Good Brothers are holding the tag titles, and even though they're Impact guys, it just feels like they're always on Dynamite. And 
Kazarian shows up to like a huge pop at Impact. Like it really just kind of doesn't seem. I don't know. It just seems weird. Like it just doesn't seem like they value their talent like at all. If that makes any sense, like it just. Uh, it- it does, but also, again, from my perspective, I'm seeing it as, yes, there's these AEW guys in this show, but this show doesn't, like, have a whole hour of time just then. The whole, like, two hours of their show is with all their other talent. We have Chris Bay with Jay White, which is helping Chris Bay add more character and more charisma and having people be interested in Chris Bay like they should. Yeah, I, I've, him, like, I've been a Chris Bay boy for, for a while. He... His X Division, his in ring stuff clearly won, it worked on me. It definitely won me over. Because yes, there's some people who don't know who he is. So, like, if they see Bullet Club with him, it's like, okay, so he's in Bullet Club, this big group they might know about them that might get them interested in Chris Bay. Yeah, and, and, have, and that's the goal. But I, I still, in my heart of hearts, believe that even Chris Bay is still going to be overshadowed by Jay White. Like, Sammy Callahan lost to Kenny Omega, and it just kind of seemed to like, all right, well, that's over. Like Rich Swan, Rich Swan was just completely buried by AEW to the point where like he didn't even ask for like a rematch or anything. He just kind of got pushed to. He had like a one week feud with uh, Big Cass, and now he's now he's not even like relevant. What's he doing teaming with Willie Mack? Yeah, he's still teaming with Willie, which again is that's a good thing because they do need to add their tag division a little bit more. And now we're having this triple threat tag title match, which should be good. Well, with, since, uh, since they lost Reno Scum, I was like, "Whoa, they're fucked now. What are yes, they, they gonna do?" Tag team. What are they gonna do? With yeah, because Reno Scum was always their go-to. Hey, we need a tag team to beat. And I do love yeah. when they show the Impact Plus commercials during Impact, and it's it, you know it shows Reno Scum like on the iPads watching clips. I'm like, "Oh, yeah. those guys aren't there anymore." And and I didn't like them anyway, but it does seem weird that TNA is gonna let any talent who wants to be there leave. Like, why Why did Dave and Jake Chris leave? I'm glad you're here, Gino. You know what? This is just a Vleeties Ask Gino wrestling questions. Cause yes, we just, we'll just discuss impact in the next I'm so deep. nothing else back. I'm so deep down the wrestling hole, but I'm not as deep as Gino ever will be. So I need to know. I need to know, like, what happened to Dave and Jake? Because I remember popping in and out of impact throughout, like, 2017 and 18 and 19 and always kind of seeing, like, Ohio versus every. Like I remember that, and I I didn't understand that. I knew they were all from you Ohio. Didn't understand it. It was I, simple. It's just guys who were renegades who were from Ohio. Yeah, which is like why? But why isn't uh, MSK? Why aren't they in there? Like what? Like everybody? I, because they're not from Dayton. Oh, now they're not from. Well, even what's his name? <laughs> Sammy Callahan's not even from Dayton. He's from a compound located a compound somewhere near. Located near Dayton. It's not it's exactly. It's near. Maddie Spice found. He says he found his Adam Henrique jersey from the Devils. That's insane, dude. Like Adam Henrique, kind of overrated. Is like once the Ducks got him, like oh this is gonna be great. Not. It didn't work out in the long run. But yeah, like Ohio versus. Like I just thought that was silly, and I know that Sammy Callahan had his OI4K. uh, Like he had his little group before he even got to Impact Wrestling. Yep. But. You know, I don't. I just, I never, I didn't understand these Chris brothers were, they looked like smaller Sammy Callahans, so like Ohio was just a bunch of Sammy Callahans, and the biggest Sammy Callahan, as in the most girthy one, got to be the leader. Were these guys good? I didn't really enjoy them when I saw their stuff. I, I liked Jake. Jake was I thought was good in the ring, and then they did the whole cancel culture, which I enjoyed at first. 
And then because of Joey Ryan stuff, that entire stuff got scrapped and everyone just faded away. Was RVD, and RVD was the only one there. Was RVD having good matches during that era? Like, there's no way, right? I, I tried to watch him. They had that pay-per-view. I, they had like, didn't they do like a pay-per-view the weekend of WrestleMania or something? Yes, I believe that was. And I don't remember if that was during the whole Sammy feud or not. Because mm-hmm. that was later on, I think. It actually. was definitely during, though. Now, this was the worst thing I ever watched that Impact Wrestling ever did. Because they didn't. Uh, and it, came, it was announced like later on that it wasn't the Impact production team. It was like oh. some some independent wrestling company like already had a show or something. I don't remember the whole story. And I don't remember the pay-per-view. I think it was like was it code red or something like i just remember it was filmed so shitty they had two cameras and they were trying to have a an ultimate x match with two fucking cameras like it was this weird lazy like it really felt like i like i was watching a bootleg movie like somebody sat down and recorded it like i'm watching this you guys get to watch it too it was like riot footage on twitch when people go to the riots uh, what was this the name is of that secret and TNA show you're not supposed to see? Yeah, like what was it called? Was it called Code Red? Like there was some show. It was definitely before like a WrestleMania or a. I feel like it was before some sort of WWE show though. But there was also like a Ring of Honor show as well. Like there was. That's normally how like WrestleMania oh. weekends are though. Like you have whole shit ton of wrestling everywhere you can just go to. Well, and that's why. So like you know. What's their name? Steven Larson are upset about two night WrestleManias, but two night WrestleManias only exist because these fuckers who take advantage of WrestleMania weekend. Like when Ring of Honor and New Japan sold out that show at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Like I think I, I think I was listening to the I think it was the Jericho podcast, and Jericho like even said like Vince will never let that happen ever again, and yes. that's why the rumors of t- that's why NXT takeovers and two night WrestleManias. Because the problem with now, hold on. Let me let me mention, let's say this. No disrespect to, to the WWE Hall of Famers, okay? No disrespect. But the biggest issue with WrestleMania weekend for I think a lot of wrestling fans was Friday was Takeover, Saturday was the Hall of Fame ceremony, and then Sunday was WrestleMania. So if you're from fucking Bosnia and you come to America for WrestleMania, you're gonna go to NXT. But you're not going to the fucking Hall of Fame ceremony if Ring of Honor in New Japan is having a show somewhere else. Like, I like we we've talked about this. I I did watch last this or whatever year's Hall of Fame ceremony, and I did enjoy it. And I know that I said like I don't really watch the Hall of Fame ceremonies because they're going up against Ring of Honor New Japan shows, like, or they're going up against Impact shows. I don't remember what this Impact show is. I gotta find it, but. <laughs> it was so bad because it was it was it, w- it definitely wasn't it definitely wasn't their production team. It was definitely somebody. It wasn't Bash of the Brewery, was it? No, I, I'm never gonna remember what it was. But either we'll way, find it one day. yeah, I'll find it one day and I'll remember and I'll show everybody. Look how shitty it was, and then we'll all watch one minute of it and be over it completely. But what did I just say? I guess, Every, yeah, we were talking about like how WrestleMania weekend there's always wrestling, like Ring of Honor impact yes GCW. oh my gosh yeah but well yeah gcw has a show like a lot of people have <laughs> so many shows yeah a lot of people put shows in there and it really is like okay this all sounds like a good idea but um i don't know it just 
I, like, if I'm WWE, I'm having three night WrestleManias now that NXT is going to be canceled. <laughs> and by the way, this whole WrestleMania SmackDown, why don't we do Hall of Fame SmackDown? Put that shit on Fox. That's the go home show anyway. Nothing happens. Well, then you should go with calling it uh, WrestleMania Raw. Yeah, WrestleMania Raw. Oh, you got to really put this Monday, Tuesday, NXT, WrestleMania. I like, yeah, every, over Wednesday. they need to have no days off. They need to be no. Well, yes. and they, they kind of were almost no days off for a minute there. And that, yeah. you know, and now that NXT is inevitably going away and going back to Peacock exclusively so we can watch fucking Aziz when he's back in developmental because uh, that uh, commander Aziz that's that's what's going to happen next for him I feel but yeah it does seem like yeah. it seems as, as as though like the way Wrestlemania weekend like it, it's evolved and they you know they do their fan access stuff but it really is if you're if you're a wrestling fan it's wrestling overload and that's why after yeah. Wrestlemania I, like everybody kind of crashes like Wrestlemania was so good and the Raw afterward was so fucking bad that it was just like, oh yeah, WrestleMania is such the culmination that we have to we have to build up again. Like, we kind of need a couple episode one season fours of Game of Thrones. You kind of have to earn it. Right. True. I am also like at the same time again. Speaking of like WrestleMania weekend, besides the whole fan access, there's then like other convention type shit they do as well with other oh. spots. This is every legend. That's not very be appreciated, legends. Yeah, just go out and see the same fucking week. And we see these legends, like, and I, I would never, and every wrestler out there, let me say this loud, I'm not gonna buy an eight by ten, right? I mean, it's, I'll buy, you know what you, you know what they need to sell is just selfies. Hey, you want to take a selfie? It's ten bucks. You can post it on your Instagram. Like that's literally, like, I'm not buying a fucking. What am I gonna do? Hang it? I'm not gonna hang an eight by ten. Like, I'm not. I know that Conrad Thompson has a fucking level of his house because he has an elevator. The whole second floor is probably wrestling memorabilia. And he's, like, got every belt. He's got boots that were actually worn by dudes. He, like, smells them. He's like, this was Mr. Perfect's foot. Like, he's, he's got this creepy obsession that nobody's really addressed yet. But somehow we married Ric Flair's daughter. So, yeah, a lot of things go into this, this guy. But, like, again, again, Gino, I'm just saying. I know. I, I'm Wrestling's all over the place during WrestleMania weekend. I'm it does in it. I'm in it, my friend. But yeah, like the WrestleMania ended so so perfectly, and then we had to go back down. And I just don't yeah. think that we were ready for that. And right now, like it's this is SummerSlam. I feel like we should all be in a really good mood. We're building towards SummerSlam and All Out. And what the fuck? Sadly, it's not much to be excited for. At least WWE was because of them releasing so many great talent. Like the biggest thing that surprised me out of everyone was Mercedes Martinez. That's the biggest like, one. They need women to me. I was like, they need good women, and she can at least work. I, at least having her. Dude, they have Indy Hartwell. They're they they. I think they have too many. They have too many women. Like I really do think NXT's women's division. Like I was complaining. Remember, I was complaining. Like, how come we made a big deal about Saray if she's never fucking on the show? Like, how come we're making a big deal about Zoe Stock, and now she's not on the show anymore? How come I I don't she was on the show last week? I don't get to see Aaliyah. Like, there's there's tons of women she's on. Being called. There's ton. Well, yeah, and that's the other thing is it looks like a lot of the women are getting called up, 
But I think there's going like to be Phillies tag team champions. Like that's it. Like they need women, so at least they keep building the tag division because they just decided to disband a great tag team to build the singles feud. Well, and they're Dakota and they're moving, Kentucky. and like you could tell, they're they're moving into a new era of, the, of their women's division, which I mean, honestly, and like I like I was saying, if NXT's dead, you know, which it might be, this could be the climax. Like. Dakota Kai versus Raquel. Maybe that's why they're rushing it. It because I even I even said like this seems like a year away. Like it just seems like we like Raquel needs to beat a few more people to turn babyface, and then we're like Dakota's. You know, we're just waiting for that heel turn, and then it finally happens. Or they, yeah. you know, but it, they but like it just never happened for them. So I think that what what we're looking at is we're gonna get rid of like Mercedes and also. We don't need anyone starting in their thirties. What is she? Forty years old? Like she is a little bit older, but yes, like they gave her because she's old. And yeah, she still worked though. Like I know we throw the term legend around a little too much. Like I would never think. I don't think Jazz is a legend, right? I know that you've said what? she is. She's not a legend by any imagination. ECW legend. Yeah, yeah she re- she had some matches ECW. in EC, and if she was so great in ECW, that company would still be around. But. Uh, I look at Mercedes Martinez, just her work on the indies and the longevity of her career. She never went to WWE. I, I got, I give her more credit than I give to Jazz. I like Mercedes Martinez, and I think she's going to do well now. I hope she doesn't go to AEW. She needs yeah, to go to Impact. She needs to go to Impact or MOW. The, I think well, their women's division they're if, supposed to be if, having. If they're so. serious about their women's division, then then yes, MLW. But I think. I, I think her versus Deanna ASAP. Like, that's what I feel like. I, that's something I'd want to see now. So let's just see it. But, or even Ring of Honor. That would actually be good. Too. You know, I don't. I, I, Ring of They're Honor. Suspicious. Ring of Honor is such a mystery to me because <laughs> and I, I don't think it's good. A lot of other people don't think it's good. Vincent and Matt Taven are wrestling again at the next pay per view. Like, it just seems like such a weird world where it has fans, but it sucks. And I look, I gave it a chance. I gave it a three hour, four hour chance. I had friends yes. over and and I even brought out the table nachos, Gino. You know, the you ta- had at least a couple good matches. You know, you got that Castle. the table nachos make every wrestling event better. And it couldn't even save Ring of Honor's 19th anniversary. And I was, and all of this Forbidden Door stuff, isn't it so apparent that nobody likes the Ring of Honor guys? Nobody there likes are some Ring of Honor guys. They like, 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 well, and look, look Chelsea at these. Green technically is with Ring of Honor, and that's true. I guess she's she's breaking down barriers because yeah, she's going to Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. Yeah, it's like I. There's just not enough. There's not enough crossover though. And if you're a woman. If you're a Chelsea Green, I think it's a great idea to sign with all the females. It really does think – it seems like between NWA and AEW, they do feel like, you know what, like our women's divisions are just the same. You want you need a, you need a female for the weekend? Like, here's one. You can have Layla Hirsch. That'll be fun. We only book her, we only yes. book her on YouTube, but you guys can have her for a pay-per-view. And, yeah, like I think that if you're Chelsea Green, that makes sense. But who else is even in this fucking women of honor? Didn't that tournament already happen? The tournament is technically still going on. Uh, uh, McQueen, uh, what's her name? Fucking McKay, Quinn McKay. Quinn she's McKay, like bro. advanced already to the next. 
she's great. Like again, like the whole story she had with like Angelina Love, I liked even though like some people didn't like her. Like they were, it was good build up. But like I'm, I haven't actually kept up with what the term of bracket is right now. So when we see I'm kind Angelina of Love, we just want Velvet Sky, okay? We we want Velvet and Sky. She can't wrestle. I don't think. I don't think either of them could actually wrestle. I don't know if they're actually. What do you mean, like clear? Injured or not. Oh, clear. I don't know if you. Like, I know Velvet Sky. I don't think is. Clear. I don't but think I'm she's ever going to wrestle again. She's married to Bully Ray. He's got a radio show and a wrestling school. She's fine. Uh, but also, since uh, we spoke about uh, beautiful people, technically, did you hear? Again, you didn't watch oh. Impact today. Madison Rain's back. She came out of retirement again. Oh, again? What is this? Fucking the eighth time? It's, is she a commentator like again? Uh, she came out in the opening match to help Tania. Oh, that's weird. I don't like that. But I do. It makes sense since again, like the whole. It's all about me. Shows in the locker room talk stage. I do enjoy that show where Tennille Dashwood has people on her show guess, to ask questions no. about her. Like that's such a fucking. She's great. I, I yes. hate Caleb with the K, but I love Tennille. I think Caleb makes sense, but it, I, I kind of wish they would use like a different character. Like he should be in love with her. Otherwise, he should be gay. Like I don't know. It's or like that, that, they want to at least have him play like characters like even when he was uh what was his fucking name just before caleb something caleb conley yeah he was caleb Con- i remember caleb conley when he i mean i remember him in nwa and i think he was the guy that uh wasn't he the guy that billy corgan got mad at because yes yeah because he billy corgan still offered to pay him like this <laughs> the full amount he was gonna make but he he wanted to go work for impact because he was gonna be on tv so yeah. he was like, dude, just wait. Like, Billy Corgan's like, just wait. We're going to be on TV. I'll still pay you. And he's like, fuck you. Yeah. So, but hey, so did James Storm. James Storm did that. A lot of guys did. Uh, Eli Drake did that. A lot of guys like, no, I got to go work somewhere. I can't just sit here. And, yeah, you actually have to make money and not just sit. And if wait. I just sit here, no one's going to remember me by the end of this thing. So, yeah, like, I, I definitely, I don't like Caleb. But their women's division is great. I think Mercedes Martinez would be a good addition what is going on with the the iconics? Are they not wrestling ever? Is their mental health so distraught they can't they can't take a bump? Well, I think with uh, Jesse Payton, she is still pretty much again. She said in like when she first got released, it was her grieving because of how much she because she only wanted to be in WWE. It's like with her explaining that like she talked with your cousin Chris. Oh, and, like I've my watched cousin. the entire interview. Yes, Chris. <laughs> and it's a really good like everyone like she again goes into detail like the emotional state that she's still in the roller coaster it's again especially like with it being your dream and you just get tossed away and not even told why yeah and i think for and that's got to be the most confusing part especially if you're a hot chick like that like <laughs> there was an like she's probably like i'll get in the gravy match i'll do the gravy match if that's what she fancy i'll do a gravy match like I could definitely and well and Billy Kay was doing a really good job with the resume bit. Like I don't know why that didn't work out. Like I remember at WrestleMania I was rooting for Billy Kay. So it is odd that they didn't run with that. But uh yeah, it does seem like their their story afterwards has been so cuz they were obsessed with getting to the WWE. Like that was their ultimate goal and they were over for a while. Like I don't understand why it, it the, the them Clear. being them being separated made no sense, and I can't justify it ever. I still can't. Yeah, <coughs> and then like just that next week or that week after, they just had her, uh, Peyton just be another team. So it was like, 
there was no point. Yeah, there's no point. Like, hey, what are we going to do with Peyton? No, Team Revelacy, obviously. Like, no, there was really no rhyme or reason to breaking them up if you had a plan to separate them. That's why I was excited when NXT had their own women's titles. I was like, this is going to be better. Like, I, and I, I don't like – by the way, I don't like this this brand jumping of the women's tag champs because no offense to Nia Jax, but I did get a little sick of her on Raw and SmackDown. Like having them be, be able to be on both shows is kind of confusing when they do things that aren't really tag team related. Like you almost wouldn't want to be tag champs because the travel schedule would be worse. Right. You're like, oh, fuck, I got to go to the Thunderdome twice. Like I'd rather just not be the champion. But WWE, for some reason, just had him booked on all both those shows heavily. But, like, again, and I wasn't, like, a fan of them being on both shows, but then that one segment from NXT, when they were there against Raquel and Dakota, like, that at least got me surprised. But it should be. I wouldn't but, expect them to do that. Well, why wouldn't. wouldn't they be on NXT the whole fucking time, then? There's been tag teams wrestling this whole time, and finally not. Like, that's why that's why they needed to make it a, a decision. Yes. Are we going to gonna do we're going to do main roster. Is NXT going to be the main roster or is it developmental? We need to make up our minds. Now, we can have this unspoken agreement where it's the developmental territory because, you know, oh, because guys come in here first. We make sure they know how to work in front of the camera. Then we send them to WWE. We can just sort of subtly. We can even call it like the NXT draft where, you know, oh, NXT superstars can declare to enter the draft. And if they do, they go to the main roster. And, and, you know, we have a fun night of that. That'll be interesting. But instead, what we do is we make – we can't – we bring in Piper Nevin and we pretend like no one's ever watched NXT in, in their lives. Yeah, and, no, one, no one watched NXT UK. No one knows who Nevin is. They but don't even, know Piper. But even, the, know even the, the announcers don't fucking know. Like even – No, they, they don't watch their own product. They even don't watch Corey, their, watch yeah, even Corey product. was like, this huge individual. It's like, we all, that's Piper Nevin. We all know. I don't even yes. watch NXT UK. I know who Piper Nevin is. She pops up on like, Instagram. They just don't want you to know or watch the other product. They don't want you to watch NXT UK, which it's actually good. And so far, no one's been released there. So that's a safe haven. Go to NXT UK like Ash Soto did. But then when, when, uh, but then when you have guys like Killer Cross come onto the main roster – and you have him come out with – didn't he have the NXT belt with him? Yes. Yes. <laughs> they even say he's on NXT. They're like, this is an NXT guy. He is yes, the NXT, NXT champion. They'll talk about, but not NXT UK. NXT UK is different. No one knows UK guys and people. Uh, we have, we have the Macho Andrew Punk. Andrew. The Macho Punk has entered the Discord. Macho Punk, what are your thoughts on – what do you think about Piper Nevin? I, I don't know shit about Piper Nevin for real, but I feel like WWE – and NXT as a whole, they have too. They it's like they have too many guys and too many girls to that they know what to do with. They they don't know what the fuck to do with these people. Well, and that's a big reason for I believe the the releases. When I looked at Bobby Fish's name on the on the people of getting released, and why sign them? Yeah, well, that's a good point. In uh, every every other wrestling pod that I listen to, um, they they bring up. You know, they were just worried about Dynamite. They were worried about AEW when it was starting. And now that Dynamite's gotten so... They're probably like me. They probably realize, wow, AEW has way too many fucking guys. Like, their roster is over 100 people, and they only have, you know, three... Now they have three hours of television. So they got a they got a, a raw amount of television time, but they're booking fucking... You know, they're signing a bunch of guys like they're doing Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. 
So for them, they're like, we don't need these guys. We don't need to hoard this talent anymore. If we're WWE, we could finally release fucking Bobby Fish because I feel like that's good. I feel like uh, WWE needs to release more people because we need the, all this talent that they that that they had under um you know in a prison like <laughs> you and Kevin was talking about the other day, you know, um or yesterday. Uh, they need to release them just so that ROH can get just so wrestling feels fresh again, man. It just I, I don't like everybody being stuck up under WWE with you know these these could be great talents, you know, somebody like Buddy Murphy like you like Vlitis or you know anybody that Gino likes that they could go anywhere else and be and be something great because it, it looks like they can't be anything great sure under, it, uh, up under the WWE banner if they get stuck in WWE like I get it like I like there's so there's there's two hours of television time and sometimes we don't have time for you know Fandango you know it just it just happens it's unfortunate right. like I like you know, I, I love wrestling. I watch, you know, MLW, NWA. Whenever I watch stuff, I'm happy to see these guys are able to. Like, when I watch Tyrus versus the Pope, I'm like, you know, if this was on Raw, I probably wouldn't like it. But the fact that it's here on NWA, I actually. Would shit about it. Yeah, we would probably shit on it. Like, can you believe they're pushing Tyrus? He's old as fuck. <laughs> but in NWA, it's like, this is fucking great. So, like, and Gino understands. Like, we want, there's so many places to go. And AEW's gotten so fat. You know, Buddy Murphy, Impact Wrestling, right? Uh, I could. We see want Impact, Buddy Murphy AEW, but I, I honestly would love Buddy Murphy and MLW. I, an ML, see, I don't even think MLW when these MLW guys, you know, you gotta, you gotta go for the the NXT people that get like Leon Ruff is that going to MLW? Tyler Rust is going to MLW. Got, I could see Tyler and fucking Impact actually. But but I'm just saying all these guys that all of these guys that aren't like television ready like these amazing they weren't even really on NXT. <laughs> those guys those guys are MLW bound. Like Gino Medina a, reminds me of you know Tyler Rust. I guess I could see that perspective, but again with me I've seen because Tyler Rust has been in NXT for like a few years not as much like Kona Reeves. That was another guy who I was surprised by. I just remembered that he got released. And he's been like NXT for like many years. Go Man, ahead. I'm sorry, Gina. No, go ahead, Macho sorry. Punk. What, what are your thoughts on Kona Reeves? Well, it wasn't on Kona Reeves necessarily, but do you remember like back in 2014 when, when Triple H was bringing all these guys into NXT? These were guys that were television ready. Guys like Finn Balor, guys like Kevin Owens, Steen, whatever you want to call them, guys like fucking Sami Zayn. All these guys, they were television ready. The, the people that they're bringing in now, it don't feel like that that they're television ready and that's why they're not getting over yeah on, on, on the main roster you know like uh carrying cross i <clears throat> i haven't watched nxt so i'm not uh you know super deep into those feuds but um i saw him and it just it felt it oh man i don't know no it doesn't always work have and, to give me some yeah and, and, and even when you when you talk about because there was that era of nxt where you know, uh, Shinsuke These comes guys were in. Ready. Shinsuke comes in and wins the belt like within his first five months. Like he, you knew Shinsuke was ready. You knew Joe was ready. You knew Bo even when Bobby Roode came in. I didn't really expect Bobby Roode to just be the main event once he got to NXT, and he and he did. Andrade they built up. He was kind of homegrown. I remember. Well, I mean, he came from AAA, but um, yeah. as far as American wrestling, I was like, okay, like this is one that they kind of created. Gargano, I had seen on the indies before. I don't really know which indie. 
but I saw him on the. Do you know where's jo- yeah, where's Gargano from? Like I didn't watch PWG, but I know he was there. Yeah, he was in PWG and uh, ROH. If I remember correctly, yeah, him I, and I wonder where else. Was I WWE saw. not working with PWG for a second though, or or what? What was that? There was another company. Uh, I'm sorry. No, they were working. With, they're supposed. They're supposedly working with MLW. They work with Progress still. And the, and okay, that's what it was. That's and, what, that's yeah. what I was thinking. And they work with Evolve. So yeah, they have like these little subsidiaries that they do work with. They do have their indies. Um, but it is. It is odd that like they and that's what they were doing in Triple H. That's what he was saying. Like the around the time, sucking the indies up, man. And, well, and even Triple H said like the indies is going to dry up. Now he was wrong about them drying up. I think that the indies kind of went through eras. Like when Impact became shitty, you know, and like what was that, Gino? Twenty fifteen, sixteen. Like when did it like? I I cannot say when it was bad because I you watched it the whole big, fucking time. I watched the time when I'm in the trenches. I there's nothing bad. I Impact think when they moved to once they once they moved to pop, that's kind of when I fell off. So whenever that was, yeah, was it? Yeah, 2016 maybe. So you were still watching, you know, Ring of Honor, um, was still around, but it re- that fell off too. Like I mean, Ring of Honor got real bad after Kevin Steen left, right? Like he was kind of the last. And, and, and Gino, I, I don't know how loyal you are to ROH, but can you tell I've, me when it got bad? I sadly did fall off with ROH, but I'm still, like, occasionally peeping in to make sure what's going on because, like, the Briscoes have been, like, ride or die with ROH, and that's what I also respect. Remember the Briscoes. Yeah, the Briscoes are great, Macho Punk. See, I, those I, are indie names that, that like, see, there was a, there was a time before uh, WWE, like, I feel like WWE killed the indies, or at least they were sure. trying to. That was their goal. They that were really trying was to, their goal. Yes, that was definitely their goal. And uh, they signed up all these people, man. And you see it on the main roster today. Just fucking, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at your Discord. You got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They've been in a feud ever since they've been on the fucking main roster. And um, and that's just playing off the Ring of Honor fans. Like, they really did. Exactly. They, and, and that was what Triple H said. He, he wanted to, he said the indies are going to dry where up. Where do these guys go? Where do these guys go? Kevin Owens has has had a Universal Championship once because of fucking happenstance because uh, <laughs> because Triple H helped him. Like so, like none none of these guys that were supposed to be ready for the fucking main event for the WrestleMania main event, whatever it may be, none of them were re- whether they were ready or not. They could have been ready. Like we wanted them, we liked them, but Vince Vince was like, nah, uh, 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 uh. And also, um, so the baby style ahead, is different. It's uh, like the WWE style is actually very different yeah. because like the cameras are different. They're placed different. You need to be aware of all times to be at hard camp because like in different arenas are different places. Have but you gotta know how to work style. a WWE crowd to be a star. Yes. Well, and so even you need to be alert. So I think you're getting practice. That's what XC is supposed to be. It's preparing. Well, and I That's heard CW I've heard Shinsuke say like he just hasn't done well in America. He's having trouble with it. And like that's like Shinsuke saying that was so confusing because I'm pretty sure the first match I ever saw him have against Sami Zayn and we're all chanting fight Dallas. forever. This guy came out fight forever. I never like saw him ever. You know, I didn't watch a ton of Japan shit. So no, when, but we loved it. But we fucking loved he it. He walks out and we're losing our fucking minds like this is our favorite wrestler in the world. And I've never even yeah. seen him before. And I, I have a fucking Shinsuke Nakamura hat. Like I, yeah. I like Shinsuke Nakamura, and to hear him say like, "Yeah, I'm just struggling," I feel like if he would have beat Jinder Mahal for that belt, who fuck like we all would have been fucking in love with it. 
But the fact that, like, I, I look at some of the guys, Stop and you're right. <laughs> they pull. I've been coughing this whole fucking podcast. I, I like, I'm so sick, but I just can't. I keep going. Um, but it's. We the, appreciate you. Lady. Yeah, you know, I'm doing my thing. But it, you hear, you like, w- you just said it. Like, these guys are coming from. And it's not like he's training guys and making them great. He's pulling great. No, he's not at all. He's pulling great wrestlers from Impact, Ring of Honor, New Japan, teaching them that hey, the hard cam's that way, and hey, after you do a move, maybe maybe sell it a little bit harder than you normally would. Teaching them how to do an entrance. Yeah, mm, yeah. The fucking the whole Finn Balor shit, like the fucking love. Spit some like, water. You know, like it, yeah, that's all it is, dog. That, and and that, it's just it sucks that they that they do these indie talents like that who could you know. Like, I want to be positive, too. I want to love these guys. Like, I, I like them when they fucking debut on the main roster. I lose my shit, throw my chair, whatever the fuck it may be. But, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I just, they just don't, they don't go nowhere with them. It's the stopping, it, it's the, it's the, yeah. Well, and the joke between this whole, like, nobody starting in their 30s. Like, NXT is for people in their 20s. The main event of SummerSlam is fucking 45-year-old Bobby Lashley and 55-year-old Goldberg. Like, well, why why is 30 too late? What if we can build another Goldberg? How long did it take to build a Goldberg? A year and a half? Just having smashed through a roster? The wrestling mind doesn't get too old. The wrestling mind doesn't get too old. I mean, the body might. The, the body might get too old, but, like, if you can keep that body up, if, you can, if, if you're able to do it in the fucking ring and you got that mind for it, I mean, that's all it really takes. And I don't think Goldberg's winning this fucking belt. Gino, is Goldberg going to win a belt? Is it going to be Bobby uh, Lashley? I... I see Goldberg winning, so Biggie cashes. Oh my God! There's no fucking Man, way. I've seen Goldberg win. It's Goldberg. Come on, catch the buzz, feel the sting. Oh, we just got a hit by the elixir bomb. That's a We're shiny uni, Kevin. My lips thank, like. Thank swollen. you so much for that shiny uni, Kev. Be cool. Uh, we are talking. We're just going all over the place. I got the macho TWFS punk. says I am late. It's okay, Kev. We have not talked TWFS 100 at all yet. But I have Gino and Macho Punk with me. These guys, are they know that it's going to be our duty, Kevin. Like, we got to come up with this 100, like the NFL 100, the TWFS 100. Now, this is rough because now Kevin and I are different people, for those who know. Like, Macho Punk, I'm nervous. Yeah. You've heard me, he and I talk wrestling. How different yes. do you think our top 100s are? Oh, very. I, I I would almost consider them like black and white. Yeah, it really is going to be like because I value like I like Josh Alexander, and I know Kevin is like oh, he's a wrestler. Is he going to be in the top one? Like, and here's the other thing: I don't know if Josh Alexander is in the top 100 because it sounds like you know one of those things like, hey, do you like that movie? Oh yeah, it's in my top 50. But if you actually sat down and wrote down your 50 favorite movies, what if that movie's not even fucking in there? Like, that's kind of what I'm worried about when it comes to wrestling. Like, in my head, I there, there are 7,000 wrestlers, so it's going to be but really... Is this going to be, is this a W, is this a wrestling's top 100 or is this a WWE's top 100? I think this is a Vleeties like, and Kevin they, top 100. Like, this isn't going to be like, I feel yeah, okay, okay. like it's going to be like, hey, we both really like Hulk Hogan, but not this much. Like, w, like you know, even uh, who was number, like Shawn Michaels was number one on the top. Well, Shawn 50. Michaels is a, 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 is a, is a de facto yeah, number he's, one. He's, we, we we all know that. I'm a Shawn Michaels guy too, so it's okay. He's an easy number one, but 
he's not Austin. You know, like it's, there's so many arguments that oh, can you be just had. hit me in the chest. There, there could, well, I don't even like Austin that much. I'm a rock fan, but I, for, I knew it. I, yeah. For me, I still look at wrestling. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like if he and I are going to make a number one, not just based on he and I like, but he and I like can appreciate, like, I don't think Undertaker is in his top five, like at all. I don't think he is for Kevin. Like, I mean, we've all heard Kevin's top five. What? I, I've listened to that to that episode a thousand fucking times. Back in 2011, I know number five was Randy Orton. I know that he had. Well, it changes. It always changes, dude. Through the years, it changes and <laughs> but changes. But I think the changes. original five, Randy Orton was five. Number one, I think it was like Sean Jericho, uh, RVD, Kurt Angle, and, and Randy Orton. I think that was his five. That's still a beautiful top five today, though. I think, my, but my five is completely different. My five is like. Well, then how hard is it going to be? So so what we need to do is really get you and Kevin together to be figuring out who the fuck. Because um, how, how are we voting? How, well, how does the locker room, how does the Discord help oh, it's, with figuring it's out who this up. top 100 is? Yeah, uh, Have Grit is making a comeback, right? So there will be a site to vote on. And, and the bigger questions are really going to be there are some of those pocket guys. Like, you know, and that's the thing. Like, I Like, when you get to 100, I feel like... I'm either going to be. Names. Am I still naming men, main eventers, or am I suddenly in the world of like, oh well, this guy was a former European champion. Like, I don't know what. With, when do we start throwing our truth in there? Why do you go with like titles? Again, our truth you should go into because K Quick, Ron Kelly was. No, well, obviously I was. Yes. But yeah. if we go with like actually, like, you want to go with like work rate? Then if you don't go main events, go with work rate. I don't think we're going off work rate. Work rate. Go with work rate. Work rate will play us. It will Josh play. Josh Alexander's the greatest right it, now. Well, I, I'll, I'll admit, like work right, but it, here's how it plays a hand. I like certain guys based on just their in-ring stuff. Like maybe their promos aren't the best. I just like when I got back into Impact, it wasn't like Josh Alexander was cutting good promos. It wasn't like TJP was cutting good promos. Ace Austin kind of was, but like like th- these matches these guys were having for the first half hour of Impact. I mean, I was sitting there glued. And then even the rest of the show was pretty good. And I was like, I, I fuck, yay. You come for that Josh Alexander shit. And then, you know, you stay for the Good Brothers. Like, it really was like a nice little formula they had going. And Ladies, the last time I watched TNA, uh, the Aces and Ace was on there. Oh. So it's it, it's kind of hard for me to uh, he- hear where y'all are coming from on this or impact. I but, but even so, like, uh, the matches that these guys have are good. Like, it, they are good enough to where if I said – Here's why Josh Alexander's in the top hundo, and I showed you a match. I couldn't do, like, here's why Tyrus is in the top hundo. Here's why Brodus Clay squeezes in. Like, there's just differences. Like, if I showed you a Brodus match or promo. Tyrus had a dance at WrestleMania 28, dude, with all all those grandmas out there. Like, that was a great moment, right? I forgot about Funkasaurus being, like, (laughs) a huge attraction. Because now when I see Tyrus, I think he Tyrus. Was, I never think of uh, Brodus Clay. I'm always like, no, he was Tyrus. He was never Funkasaurus. Yeah. But either way, I like that's what's going to be so tricky about the hundred. Because like, number one, obviously, like we could do like Rock, Austin, HBK. Like those guys are easy. But how many of those guys like are there really? Like Macho Man's, Hogan's, Bret Hart, Sting. You know these guys that are clearly CM Punk. they're clearly ranked. CM Punk would be see very low on my list. Like. Not very low. That's okay. He would be. I've heard you talk about steampunk. It's okay. I gotta make a list now. I really gotta make a fucking list because I know if the I talk. To, is right there on that document. If I talk to I Kevin, if I talk to Kevin, he's not gonna be okay with me having like Eddie Guerrero in our top five. 
Because, like, what was my five? My five is way more hipster. It's like Rock, Eddie. I think Sean's in there. I think Ric Flair's in there. Oh, no, AJ Styles is in there. I love AJ. I love all. Oh. Styles has got to be in there, man. AJ and Randy are in there. I think Sean didn't make the cut for me because I know. With the amount of time. Like, he date Like, okay, so he debuted. So, take AJ Styles. He debuted at Rumble. What was it, 2015 or 2016? 2016. 2016? Yeah. 16. And, and to have the run that he's had. Up until here, 2021. I mean, that's. But it also I mean, that's gotta be. It, it says also if Seamus is below 50, I will murder you in Minecraft. If Seamus is that, below 50, I will murder you in Minecraft. I think. I don't know what that means, but but AJ is a great example. Like, by the way, if we could talk shit about Cesaro a little bit, uh, and all these other indie guys, AJ. I love Cesaro's section, dude. I he like, he was one of my. Um, you know, I'm just pulling for him because nobody else is. I felt like, I mean, the crowd was, but I love Cesaro. But, no, and I love Cesaro, too, but some of this is his fault. Like, look at AJ Styles shows up. Does, AJ doesn't even go to NXT. He says, the champ is here. Like, he's, like, being this awesome character, your baby face or heel, whatever he's doing. Why to AJ? He's just stealing the show. That runs the place. Like, Cesaro came in. What did he work with Santino first? He could have showed us some personality. Maybe it's his fault a little bit that he's not where he's supposed to be. Gino. They put a mouth guard in his mouth. They 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 gave him braces or what the fuck no. it was. Because he, he literally broke his tooth. Yeah, he, he gave him. Yeah, I didn't talk like this. We're going to throw him on Cotolaro. Because it literally got fucked up. He could have been a European badass. He came out wearing a satchel and like a, a jacket. He could have been just, you know, badass dude. European guy. Antonio. Yeah, he had Axana. But Gino, what do you think? Did I just prove I did I just prove that it's all Cesaro's fault? AJ is the example. There's, it's not. Those are two different things. So it's nine days Cesaro and AJ. AJ's had, again, sadly, a bigger and better career before his debut than Cesaro did. Because Cesaro's big thing was Kings of Wrestling, which was probably the best tag team at that time, with him and uh, Chris Hero. Yeah, tell it. Yeah, tell that Chris to Hero. Chris Hero. Tell that to Air. Tell that to Air Boom. What was his name in NXT? Cassius Ono. Cassius Ono. Yeah, yeah, Gino. Air Boom was way better than Kings of Wrestling. And <laughs> to clear up what Ricardo said, if Sheamus is not in the top fifty, he's gonna kill me. I'm gonna have to create mine a Minecraft account. Sheamus is not in the top fifty. Fuck Sheamus. Sheamus is a faggot. Top fifty. I'm calling it now. She Kevin and I like Sheamus. We were watching. That 2011 Sheamus. Do, do you oh, not? Fuck that. Do, can you imagine our worlds if we didn't have like? Uh, oh, I think I closed the window. Uh, but if we didn't live in a world where we constantly got to hear, if you're looking for a fella to fight him, I'll fight him. Like that exists. Here's the thing though, when you bring up Sheamus, you know you uh, talked about for a good period of his time was with Cesaro in the bar. You have to talk about the bar, which you Cesaro is oh, sure. Gino, you're right. right. Yes. You switch. If you're looking for a fella to fight him. Yeah. I'll fight him. No, look. To I love the bar. bar. Gina, you made me already. Yeah, and look what happened to the bar. Who who won a title after the bar? Exactly. Well, no, they fucking... The why they split the bar? That was, that was one of the best tag teams at their time, dude. Yeah, they were a great tag team. But not even about the tag team. Oh, yeah. Not even about the tag team anymore. Just looking at Cesaro after the bar versus Sheamus after the bar. Sheamus gets hurt, comes back, wins a belt. At WrestleMania, what's Cesaro doing? He's not fucking winning belts after Mania. And unfortunately for Cesaro, uh, what's his name? 
Sheamus beat the U.S. title. Mania. Riddle. Riddle did a backflip out of nowhere and fucking ate a broke kick. Broke kick. It was uh, amazing. Like, Great match. Ricochet with the super kick. not in the top 100. I'm calling it now. Not at all. Not. No, no, no. Really? We do not need. What, 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 who was he in, in Lucha Underground? Oh, Wasn't he Prince in Lucha Puma. Underground? He was Prince Puma. Prince Puma, yes. That's, I guess. No, yeah. fuck him. Lucha Underground sucked. He's too. a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler and all, but uh, Gino, 100 wrestlers, you think that he's better than, like, you think that. Fucking Steve Blackman? You think there's only 95 wrestlers that are better than Ricochet? That's a really good question. Like, if we were going high flyers, then he'd probably be the top. But yeah, out of wrestlers, sadly, no, he's not. All right, hold on. Let's just do the top 100 now because this is driving me insane. Who the like, f- you have the document. You have the document. Well, I feel like we could make it right now. Yeah, Who I'd the fuck? Whole, like, hundreds, hundreds of people. Who the fuck is going to be these border people? Because, like, in my head, is it going to be, like, we seriously, 100 wrestlers. We might be going, okay, number 100. Is either Kenny Omega or Ricochet? Like we might Imagine be. Imagine what it feels like to be the number one hundred slot. Or it could be. Look, it's either fucking Drake Maverick or Tyler Rust. Like we don't know what that Borderlands is going to look like. It's really intimidating. So when Kevin's like, we need to figure out who the border people. Like Carlito's a border guy for sure. Like Sin uh, Sin Cara, the second one. He's a border guy for sure. Like these are the guys that we're going to be like wondering. Like, are there? Are there only 99 better wrestlers than this part? Like, and I and, and we got to be honest. I'm naming guys that, by the way, probably aren't my favorite. You know what? They're my favorites. Tanahashi is probably in my 100. If I'm being honest, just because they come off your head, just because they come off the top of the dome, that means you like you have some interest towards them. Yeah, I like Tanahashi. Gino knows. Like, like when you yeah, think we of we all should love Tanahashi's the I, ace for a reason. I've I only can't. seen maybe. 10, 12 Tanahashi matches, but I love him. He fucking is such a good baby face. He's like their John Cena out there. And everybody's. Should I be kicked because I don't know who Tanahashi is? Gino. Like, what's like. the, the School me. It's it's endless. Gino, best Tanahashi matches. Go. Best Tanahashi matches. <sighs> who? Kenta. I heard that name. I need to watch more time, like older time. I know who, actually. yeah, I know. Well, even newer Tanahashi. Like, you need to watch Kenta. That was the one I wanted Gino to just say. Kenta was really good. Tanahashi Again, like, and Kenta. I, I left that match going, well, I guess Kenta was a good wrestler. Like, I really didn't know how good Kenta was. Hideo was a good wrestler. Hideo Itami was very, he was very okay. No, I was so pumped when they were fucking building him up uh, when he hit that GTS. What was it? It would have been, it was on um, some WrestleMania access Probably for WrestleMania oh, 30, yeah. maybe 31. Well, wasn't he supposed yeah. to be in the yeah, battle dude, they, royal? They, yeah, it was a battle royal. He was, he was supposed he was supposed to wrestle uh, Kevin Owens for the um, he was supposed to wrestle Kevin Owens for the NXT Championship, but it ended up being Finn Balor. It was the uh, the Beast in the East. Yeah, yeah, and there uh, NXT. There would have been so many, like you, you look at Hideo, and yeah, he got hurt, victim of circumstance, shoulder wouldn't stay in its socket, but his match with Tanahashi was out. Standing, I really enjoyed it. And then Tanahashi, um, there was another. Like I've even watched. Oh, who's that? Who did the other guy fight recently? What's that guy's name? Kodo Khan or the Great Okan? Is that his name, Great Gino? Okan, yes, yeah, Great they Okan. had a good match. Like it seems like Tanahashi can take anybody that I don't even know, and he just comes out smiling. He's like, he's awesome, and everybody loves him. And I leave the match loving him too. But now, there's a great question for Tama Tanahashi. Just, I just thought about this. Which is the better splash, Eddie, Rob Van Dam, or uh, Tanahashi? Oh my gosh, it's so tough to go any to go against That's Rob Van Dam. 
Rob Van Dam's yeah. five star frog splash. Because like Eddie would hit the splash and he would like, you know, just hook your leg. Like he landed perfectly to hook your leg. Tanahashi is very similar to Guerrero, just kinda pumps the arms, lands on you. R V D is the only one who looks like he landed so hard he just fucking knocked the wind out of himself, cracked ribs. Like it just it looked like it hurt Rob just as much as the other guy. And Kevin used to bring this up. It's like the only finisher in wrestling that you're allowed to to hit and then sell it for like a second. Like you're you know, usually if you hit like a stunner, wait ten seconds and then cover the guy, he's gonna kick out. The Unless it's better. The five star frog splash is the only one that's like Hits the five star, rolls around, pins you. You can't kick out. And yes, if you're Booker T and you eat a pedigree at WrestleMania, uh, you're you're not gonna be able to kick out. That was one of the biggest bummers of my life. And Booker T used to be on my top five. He probably he's definitely in the top ten. Well, Gino, this is what makes it rough. You're already saying Tanahashi's on here. You're saying. Josh Alexander. There's a lot of fucking wrestlers, you know. You're gonna forget Michael. Sure. El- you're gonna forget Michael Elgin. <laughs> I I I kind of want to forget Michael Elgin. At least the bad things that happened in his career. Perfect. At least you finally. At least you finally kind of like shat on somebody. Like it's because of him being a bad person that we found out about him recently in the past few. Oh, I didn't even find out about that. Macho yeah, Punk, like, macho, you're thinking of your 100, right? Like, who, like, there's so many guys, right? You're definitely going to leave out somebody. Like, if you're thinking of your top three, just go real quick. Do it. <coughs> oh, I'm fucking dying over here. We got to wrap this fucking shit up, Gino. I'm, I'm, I got real high at the beginning. Yeah. I'm starting to come down, but I'm getting sicker as I sit out here. I drink, I drink a pre-workout because the plan was to drink this, go to the gym. But now I'm sitting out here fucking coughing. Can't fucking breathe. And you know what's weird? You know what actually kind of helps the cough is actually smoking more? Because it is like you just kind of get high, you start to relax, and that includes like maybe the mucus in your throat. Like it just makes everything chill. And then you fall asleep easily. But I'm out here dying, dude. But yeah, I'm nervous right. about this TWFS 100 because... There's so many guys, and like just off, like if I started writing my own, I just I I don't know where when it's gonna get to that point where I do start. And by the way, Macho Punk, I'm glad you're back. The headbangers is- don't make my list. They don't make it. What? Fuck no. Fuck no. Fuck them. I wear skirts, dude. My my favorite headbangers match was at in Juggalo Championship Wrestling, uh, when they had a bunch of other dude. guys in the ring to kind of make it matter. It was like a battle royal. Speaking of some juggalo wrestling, no, I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't, I don't watch juggalo wrestling. Favorite, who's your favorite juggalo wrestler? Too Tough Tony? Uh, <laughs> fuck, man. I don't know. I don't listen. Uh, I, I like ICP. I like uh, Violin J. He's pretty cool, I guess. I'm going to bring up Corp. Corporal Robinson, goddamn. Corporal Robinson? JCW champion. Love Corp. My favorite juggalo wrestler would be what's, um, what's the big guy from uh, Congo Kong? Yes, the, the, the fucking. When ICP yep, was in okay. WWF, you know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, you're thinking of, uh, what do you think of, Kurgan? Yeah, Kurgan. He yeah, was amazing. I love Kurgan. Kurgan's pretty good. Right? I don't know if he ever did. <laughs> I never know if he made it to JCW. I'm just kidding. I just come back. I'm sorry. But yeah, like Congo Khan, he was cool <gasps> until he got shit. canceled as well for being a douche. Oh, he got canceled. There's way too much he was for like him. Keeping people's money from them who were supposed to get paid. Yo, like, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Not a good person. 
All right, I am fucking coughing like a motherfucker. So we're gonna wrap up this, ladies. Let's wrap it up, dog. I'm gonna come up with my with with the. I gotta do my top 100. That's what we're gonna do. I think that's the best way to do it. And just because I need to find out. I'm not gonna release the ladies one because I want it to be. I want it to all mesh together with Kevin's. And see, I'm all gonna be number one, ladies. Punk will be in the top 20. I bet. I rem I remember I remember <clears throat> your um. I remember, I remember how you felt about Punk, dude. Oh, yeah. At a time where Punk saved wrestling for me, I remember how you felt about Punk. Yeah, because I was like, Randy Orton's great. Like, everybody's telling me yeah. about this CM Punk guy, and I'm like, all he does is counter every fucking move. Like, that's it's all like, he does. He's just a counter, counter, counter. Watch him and CM Punk is what got me back into wrestling, dog, for real, honestly. Yeah, watch him, uh, and him, him and TWFS. <laughs> and, and honestly, that's kind of what did it for me. I think for me, I was – I got back into wrestling because I was watching – uh, SmackDown Superstars and NXT on Hulu, and then I wanted right. to watch this. Oh, and the Impact was free on their website, so you just go to Spike TV and you'd be able to watch Impact for free. I've always been in WWE, Mark, dude. It's it's just so hard for me to watch outside of the um, watch outside of Vince's perspective, I guess. Yeah, and I agree. Like, I mean, even when I watch, like, I'm real critical of AEW. Meanwhile, I watch Raw, and I'm like way less critical. But Let's continue this conversation next Thursday. I am coughing. I am dying. I'm going to go take a bunch of meds and probably just pass fucking out. Probably take another rip because now that I now that I drank all this pre-workout, I don't know how I'm going to fucking fall asleep, but we're going to figure it out. So you guys have a good night. We'll talk to you next week. Later. Later, Gino. Later, Macho Punk. Disconnecting from the Vleety server. Thank you so much for downloading this podcast. Sorry about all the coughing. I know that for a podcast listener, that's probably maddening. To hear a guy coughing for hours and hours. I love this format. I love Gino Macho Punk. If you want to co-host with ladies, just hop on. Fucking Discord next week. I'm not going to hang up on anybody. Ricardi, I'm never hanging up on anyone from Alabama. Never. That's my rules now. But thank you guys so much for coming in and hanging out. Let's go cough ourselves to sleep tonight. Because that seems to be the only thing that I can do right now. Is just fucking cough and just try and not die. And yeah, maybe it is this Delta variant. Maybe I should just give up give up the fight and get vaxxed. I was coughing kind of a lot at work today and people were like asking me like, do you need to go home? I was like, I feel fucking fine. I just can't stop coughing. All right. There's a difference, but <laughs> nobody wants to admit it. Okay. Nobody wants to admit that there's a difference. Let me see. Let's find. Let's find. What was I listening to earlier? I was listening to knuckle puck. So let's just ride off into the sunset. We're going to have a fine weekend. Kevin is live tomorrow, immediately following SmackDown. Uh, Rampage will be on at the same time, so it'll be a simulcast. You'll get to watch both. I hope Kevin has both so we can kind of peek over and go, what? Like when Baron Corbin won the belt. That was awesome. Yeah, we'll do a live companion. That'd be great. Either way, you guys have a good night. I'll catch you guys next Tuesday. Subscribestar.com slash Valides. Please go there. $2 a month. You can hear what happened on Tuesday. And then you can hear what happens next Tuesday. Every Tuesday, live and free on Trovo. Replays only available. Subscribestar.com. Thank you guys so much for coming. Kevin, with the stay safes. Thank you, Kevin. We're rednecks as fuck over here, bros. No worries on my end. Call it like I see it.